0: Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets, your favorite dairy podcast. You know, just as the world seemed to be healing from a global pandemic, moments of uncertainty and volatility presented themselves once again, but this time by way of acts of war. Russia has attacked Ukraine by land and sea with reports of many civilian and soldier deaths reported online. High Ground would like to send our deepest condolences and meaningful thoughts to everyone that has been impacted by these attacks. It has been absolutely heartbreaking to be on the sidelines watching this invasion, and and we're just so sorry for the loss of innocent lives. And while it is difficult to move on from another global tragedy, we would like to just inform our audience and customers as we do every week on what's been going on in dairy markets this week. Following an aggressive upswing on commodity prices, following this news of the attacks in Ukraine, there has been a whole lot of red on the screen as the week comes to a close. Everything from soybeans to Brent crude oil to cheese, markets are just heading lower into the weekend and likely a result of profit-taking due to the prevailing uncertainty. Lucas, the USDA put out two important reports for U.S. dairy markets this week. Let's start with milk production. What did U.S. milk look like last month?
1: Yeah, I think that is a great place to start. It was a highly anticipated report that we got on Wednesday afternoon this week. January production ended up coming in down 1.6% versus prior year. It was an incredible decline, the largest year-over-year drop since March of 2004. So it's been a long, long time since we've seen numbers like this. Uh, I think even more importantly, as well, there was a December revision lower. Um, that was it was revised from the initial zero point one percent decline, which was a little bit stronger than what we had forecasted here at High Ground. To instead, milk was actually down zero point nine percent. So, kind of a little bit more movement than we wanted to see in some of these numbers and revisions. But I do think January milk is a little bit closer to what we had been anticipated or anticipating. Uh, a few Key takeaways here, um, I think primarily the message that it sends is that, you know, even though milk prices have been climbing over the past several weeks and even months at this point, and even though we've seen $20 plus prices on class three and class four futures for many weeks at this point, it hasn't necessarily translated into farmers who are, you know, excited to increase milk output. From their perspective, basically costs across the board have climbed from feed or energy or labor or basically anything that they need to, uh, you know, produce milk has increased in expense. And it has largely eliminated any profitability that we might have seen from these higher milk prices. So what that means is on a regional level, we're seeing less milk from basically everywhere across the country California down 1.9 percent, of course, as 20 percent of the U.S. milk supply that will weigh heavily on the overall U.S. number. Uh, Importantly, I think in the upper Midwest, uh, from a cheese production standpoint as well, both Wisconsin and Minnesota dropping lower versus prior year for the first time since uh, summer of 2020, uh, and then, um, you know, the key states where declines have been prevalent over the past few months at this point, whether it's New Mexico or up in Washington state or into the northeast with Pennsylvania, you know, all of those lower as well. Uh, just five of the top 24 states seeing increases, but the only ones that were really substantial were as you could probably guess, Texas and South Dakota, where growth has been on a consistent upward trend here over the past several years. I think looking ahead, um, I guess key takeaway is very supportive to prices when we've got numbers like this and uh, kind of signify no real return to growth here in the US in the next few months. High ground does anticipate negative milk output through the first half of this year. And then from a global perspective too, I think you'll touch on this, Alyssa, but um, when the EU and New Zealand continue to see negative uh, milk as well, global supplies are still tight and really no change in this uh, bullish sentiment, at least from this fundamental data side of the picture.
0: Yeah. And that California revision for the prior month was just wild. And our customers will have to log in to read the milk production report to learn more, but Milk certainly tightened up uh, more aggressively than we had expected. So milk was lighter. What did that mean for cheese and butter stocks at the end of January, given that that cold storage report came out as well this week?
1: Yeah, it was kind of an odd occurrence. We did get cold storage before milk production this month. Usually that order is reversed. I think the biggest takeaway here on the butter side of things is just another very, um, slow pace of growth into January, much smaller than anticipated, uh, butter stocks still very tight and raises a lot of questions about supply availability throughout the rest of the year. It was the strongest January butter stocks increase since 1998. So on milk, we had to go back to 04 to see that decline and butter, we have to go back to the 90s to see the, the last time we saw a, a small build like this. So really kind of um, uh, just kind of extreme things happening here on the fundamental side of the picture. Um, I don't think that it will necessarily cause the butter price to uh, skyrocket higher, but it's certainly bullish and keeps us firmly supported here in the mid $2 per pound range. Our forecasts that we did talk about last week are, of course, available on our website in that comprehensive uh, forecast outlook that we publish on a monthly basis. From the cheese side of things, just briefly, um, I think notably here on American Style Cheese, uh, those stocks did post an uncommon January decline, dropping just slightly there in the month when usually we would see a build into the first month of the year. We will get the dairy products report next week. And I do think that, you know, judging by where milk production landed and that cheese stocks decline on um, American style specifically, we probably will see yet another month of um, tight cheddar output, possibly even sinking lower versus prior year for the fourth consecutive month. And of course, on the class four side of things, um, likely still very um, weak or I should say negative Uh, production on both butter and the non-fat side of things.
0: Thank you for that, Lucas. That was really informative on what's been happening in U.S. markets this week. We did also get an update on what New Zealand milk production looked like for January of this year as well, as that was down 6.1% on a milk solids basis. And as a result, Fonterra adjusted their milk production forecast lower yet again, and they now expect their collections to be 3.8% below prior season. Lower milk and strong demand obviously translated into another increased milk price announcement from the co-op as well, with the midpoint now at $9.60 per kilogram milk solids. Another very welcome headline for New Zealand dairy farmers, especially as these input costs continue to soar. This lack of milk has meant additional removal of product from the global dairy trade auction as we head into next week, with Fonterra reducing whole milk powder offer quantities by 10,000 metric ton. That's 5,000 metric ton removed between March and May of this year and another 5,000 metric ton between September and May of 2023. For skim milk powder offer volumes, they also reduced those by 5,000 metric tons between March and May of this year. Fonterra stated that both whole and skim milk powder changes have been a result of those reduced milk collections due to the dry summer conditions and also to support sales into the highest value product. To read more about expectations for next week's Global Dairy Trade Auction, just head to our website and click on free trial to read our thoughts. We'll be back on next week to discuss that auction as well as many other things I'm sure that will be happening in dairy markets. And we thank you so much for joining us each week. Cheers.